Philip and Gala Terrain, Rock Van Perfect Find the Word. Philip and Gala Terrain, Rock Van Revival Discovery Channel. Lord, let me decrease that your spirit might increase. I pray, God, for transparency they might see to me to your son, but Father, in case they stop at the servant, please send your servant to a detour sign that I may show them the way of the cross. Because, God, this is absolutely nothing about me, but this is completely all about you. Because it's completely all about you, all about you and absolutely nothing about me, I pray for two things today. I pray for challenge, I pray for conviction, and I pray, God, for spirit of change. If your people are challenged and convicted by your word, they'll be changed by the same power of that same word. Let your spirit have the right of way. And please, God, accept the offer that I present to you, my silent Lord and my redeemer. This in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're in a series called God Owns It All. Yes, we're in part two. Last week was a blessing. Uh, we had about five new come to the Lord last week. Um, and that's usually a, a, a sign that God, because when you talk about finances, people usually don't say it's going to church. But um, I believe God wants us to be a better church and really understand what um, how to advance his kingdom. So today, part two is called The Root of Blessing. The Root of of blessing, the root of blessing. Um, if you want, if you want God's financial blessing on your life, then stop rejecting His word. Return unto Him. If you have wandered away from the Lord, God is concerned about our relationship with Him. If he does not have your heart, then He'll give us clear understanding through His word. If you love the Lord with your heart, He has everything else. This is why we urge you to love him with all your heart and give ourselves complete to him. 2 Corinthians 8 and 5 says, and this they did not as we hope, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the word of God. I usually don't read a lot of but I've, I've, I've been trying to learn how to, you know, if you know me, I don't, I, one of the things I don't do a lot is preach on finances. And my pastor told me this week, last about two months ago, that I'm hurting the church if I don't teach them about finances. And so when it comes to finances, it's, it's such a, a big topic. I've been researching this for like, for like a almost years, and so I have a whole lot of stuff I want to say. I want to make sure I get it. So if I don't do my normal look at y'all, because I want to make sure what I tell you, that I, have, I, have, I wrote a whole lot for you, okay? Um, Deuteronomy 6 and 5 says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart with it, and, and learn not and lean not into your own understanding. Malachi was the last prophet. He was the last prophet in the Old Testament. The times in which he lived, about 40 years before Christ, all similar to our day. Religious leaders were falling, failing to proclaim and maintain the law of God. The house of the Lord was being robbed daily in tithes and offerings. And God chose people and God's chosen people intermarrying with pagan nations and fell to fulfill their rightful family responsibilities. The Malachi message was one of exposure, rebuke, and challenge. Right at the heart of his prophecy, however, the faithful preacher last laid down the root of blessing, which applies at all times. Malachi, the blessing was primary material and physical, but the, in the church age, God's purpose for his people is that a spiritual refreshing from the presence of the Lord. We go to Malachi 3, says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there'll be enough food in my what? Temple. 
You do say the Lord of heaven armies. I will open the windows of heaven for you, and I will pour out a blessing so great you will have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. There's no other place in, in Scripture. There's no other place in Scripture where God says, try me. See if I won't make this happen. There's no other thing in the Bible where God says, try me. See if I'll make this happen. The first thing I want you to realize is, is because we need a moral renewal. A moral renewal. First verse, verse 7, it says here, yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinance and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, said the Lord of hosts. But you say, in what ways shall we return? Well, you've got to have a, re a, a, a renewal, which is initiated by respect. A renewal, which is initiated by respect. God says, listen here. You respect everybody else, but yet you don't want to respect me. You can't expect God to, to bless you and, and give you his blessing if you don't respect who he is as far in, in your life. Renewal is initiated by your respect of God. Um, my, my mother was a very, very strong woman. And if there's anything you were not going to do, you were not going to disrespect my mother. Period. Um, a lot of us view God as a secondary thing. He's not the most important thing in our life. And because of that, we fail to tap into what God has for us. Acts 7 and Verse 51 says this word, it says here, Yet the days of our, of our fathers have gone away from the, the, my ordinance. I'm sorry, we got to Malachi. Yet from the days of your father, you have gone away from your ordinance, and you have not kept them. We, the people of God, keep on not following God. We keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Because in Acts 7, 51, this is what Stephen told the people. You stiff-necked heathens. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? But your fathers did, and so do you. We seem as people never to learn from our mistakes. We keep doing it over and over and over and over. And God simply says, if you just trust me, believe in me. It's, it's amazing how people can say, well, I, I believe in God. You can't believe in God, but don't believe in God with your finances. It's impossible. It, it, it's, 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 it's impossible. I, I do through research, research, I found out, the only reason why God put giving to tithing in the Bible was to keep us humble. That's it. Keep us to rely upon him. Secondly, renewal is initiated by repentance. Renewal is, is which is initiated by repentance. Look at what it says here in Malachi 3, 7, with part B. It said, return to me, and I will what? Says the Lord of hosts. But you say, in what way shall we return? A lot of times we feel like we do things for God. We want to act like we don't even know what's going on. God said, I need you to turn from what you're doing and come back to me. The word repent means to turn away from sin and completely what? Follow God what? Completely. To repent means to change the direction of one's life. How can you say, it's amazing people can say, well, I, Pastor, I love Jesus. He's, he's all I have. Okay? How can you love God with all your heart and believe that God has enough power to get you to heaven if you can't trust God with ten cents on a dollar. People keep wondering, well, I, I can't afford to. You can't afford not to trust God. You can't. And and this is not about being a prosperity gospel. I, I do not preach prosperity. Do I believe that God can, is a prosperous God? Yes. But it's not about saying, give this money and God can put a Cadillac in, in, in your car. 
accident, we went in the garage, ran this horse. It's not about that. It's about just saying, God, I trust you. Period. So it says in James, to humble yourself before what? God. Resist the devil, and he will what? A lot of us, the issue would come to giving is we, we, we're not resisting the devil. The devil, tell, the devil tells us all the time, no, that's your money. You earned it. Don't get, it that, that, don't get that money to the preacher. A lot of us say, well, pastor, it's pastor money. It ain't my money. Y'all don't pay me. <laughs> y'all, I don't take a tie from y'all. I let God touch your heart, and whatever, that, 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 whatever, he, does, whatever he does in that, the Lord blesses us accordingly. But, and, and, and believe it or not, that's a freedom for me that I never thought I would experience because when God first told me to live off of the live um, through love offering, it was terrifying. Because I was doing pretty good to me. I was doing pretty good. And he said, well, give it all back. I said, you lost your mind, Lord. I said, this they don't finally get they don't finally get it right. And <laughs> now you want me to give it back. So yeah. To show them that you trust me and not them. And it's been an uphill battle, but God has been faithful. And he's right. The more I trust God and less about the stuff of society, the more he keeps blessing us over and over again. So he says here, come close to God and God will what? Come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts for your loss is divided between God and his word. Now people will say, hey, but pastor, tithing is of the Old Testament. You are exactly right. In the New Testament, it's grace. He says, give it to you and then prosper. Some of you, tithing is the least you can do. You can give 30, 40 percent and still not break and still not break your bank. You know, one time people said, Well, Pastor, I give if if you give say say you have you sit in your house right now, you sit in your house, you got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. I'm not saying you just got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, but you but you give and you make six thousand dollars a month and you give God, you know, you should give six six hundred dollars or whatnot. But you got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank sitting there chilling. So is your tithe really giving a God's prophecy? That $600 a month, is that really as God has prospered? Or is that just you being legalistic? You see what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying give God the whole amount. No, I'm saying you could give God a little bit more. Because he's given you enough wisdom and wealth to give more. But you want to say, but Pastor, you know, you know, God knows my heart. Yeah, he does know your heart. God knows, exa- God knows one thing when people tell me, Pastor, God knows my heart. He does know your heart. Because you say that God understands. No, no, he doesn't understand. Because his word says, give, you'll rob me through tithes and offerings. That's a re- renewal, renewal which is initiated by robbery. A renewal which is initiated by robbery. Because we have robbed God. See, and, and, and they say, well, how do we do? Well, Malachi says here, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me what? And he said, but they said, what way have we robbed you? He said, in tithes and offerings. In, in those days, in, in those, let me, I, I got some really want to show you here. I wrote this down. The people were not tithing. Some of the people were not tithing at all, while others were tithing so little, it didn't make it, it, it didn't make it didn't it, they were still robbing God. In either case, there was obviously a serious problem with the people's attitude. See, not giving is, a, is an attitude issue. It's, it's not just about tithing; it's an attitude issue. Then he says, in addition, thing in addition, several fundamental sins were no doubt lurking beneath the surface of people's hearts. By by not offering sufficient tithes. Not giving the Lord his due, the people were guilty of at least these sins. Which I'm about to tell you right now. The people what? They were greedy. The people did not trust the Lord. The people were not giving their best. The people were not giving, they were not giving full heartedly. They had no sincere desire to give God. People were ungrateful for what the Lord had been giving them. People failed to realize that they had but that they belonged to God and not him. 
the people failed to realize that they all already had belonged to the Lord, and it was their job to give it back to him. The people were also guilty of withholding the offering to God's Lord, clearly spelled out of what his people were to offer. The tithe was to be a trade. The tithe was to be a starting point, a tip of all our that we had. It's just a starting point. Because in the law of Leviticus, to choose a side note for you, go back and read Leviticus 27, verses 30 to 32. In that, in that verse, you, you understand the law of, of tithing. Also, Deuteronomy 14, verses 27 to 29. Remember now, that's part of the Levitical law. If, if that's, not, that's not in your notes. It's something I want you to write down. You need to go back and research. So once again, Leviticus 27, verses 30 to 32. And Deuteronomy chapter 14, verses 27 to 29. says how the giving, because see, if, the, if you don't give, if we don't give to the church, the text says, Jesus said, give Caesar what is what? And give what? God's not saying don't take for yourself. But he's saying, I, I, need, to be, I need to be recognized. I need to be acknowledged. Um, when I call Pastor, when Pastor Michael first got here, came and said, hi, my name is Michael. He said, hi, I'm Pastor Ryan. I said, what's your first name? I said, Pastor Ryan. <laughs> he said, well, I'm Michael. I said, well, good evening, Pastor Michael. <laughs> he wanted a relationship up front that I wasn't ready to have because my role as pastor is important to me out of respect. And my respect to him, he had because of his culture was, this puts me on a first-name basis. We can't be on a first-name basis. Because if I'm on your first-name basis with you, then that loosens me, that, that deepens the respect and respect you have for me. So what church, when you go to the hospital, you don't want to see AV. You want to see Pastor Ryan. When you're in court, you call me Pastor. Can you go to court for me? You, want me to, you don't want me to come to court in blue jeans and, and, and a sweater. You want me to have on my, my, my suit and my religious garb because why? You want the judge to know you go to church. Well, that's called respect. God saying, are we casual or do we respect, do we respect him as God? So now we had issues with the church early on where they would call him Michael. And I said, hold up, Deacon. You don't call him. He's Pastor Michael. And, he's, and you're, you're Deacon so-and-so. You're Mrs. So-and-so. Why? Because those are offices that God placed. Because why? Out of respect. I respect this. I call you, most of the time I call you, I, s- I say sister and then your name. Because why? Out of respect. Well, I say brother. I say brother Jerry. I say Mr. Barry. I put a, I put a my mama used to tell me, you can use the first name, but put a handle on it. So, like, people, like my, my, my kids, um, teach, I teach my grandkids, if someone's older to be your mother, they better, they, you better put a miss on the front of their name. Maybe Miss, miss Johnson, Miss Ashley, Miss whatever, because why? They can be your parents. That's unheard of right now. Everybody on first name basis. You ain't got the right to call me by my first name yet. Because I tell a kid, I'm not your friend. I'm pastor. I'm bishop. Or Mister, but you ain't calling me my first. We ain't that good. I don't have a whole lot of that friends that 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 that, that, that are that close to calling me my first name. I want to let us let them know right straight where we are because why? It's about respect. We've got so in our culture where nothing is respected. No one's we 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 just feel we're all at the same level no matter what age we are. I mean, you have I guarantee you, sixteen year old this ch- young child she's right over you right now. Sixteen, Lord Jesus, you got old. Somebody getting old up in this camp. In their minds, at 16, and my little sister Jackie in the back, yeah, that's you, little, yeah, you. In their mind, they don't, have, they don't have a problem feeling, why can't I call you by your first name? Why can't I just call you Jerry or 
God Almighty. I'm, I'm, I'm human just like you. No, no, you just came. I got shoes older than you. How can you tell me, call me, how can you, how can you take us and be so casual with me when I have all this age over you and respect? Because you don't learn, see, if you don't learn, and that's one thing the church got to realize. We don't teach our kids how to respect now. They don't respect authority. Why do you think there's so much chaos going on, going on with, with the cops? Why? Because we've lost respect in the homes. My kids better not call me by my first name. They, they, they about to get adjusted quick. Because why? Society says we're all equal. No, we're not. We all equal right far. We're all human beings, but some people have roles that they play, and that role and that authority allows them to have respect. Again, a cop by itself is not, he's no bigger than us. But that badge says he's an officer of what? The law. He's covered by the state of California. Therefore, because of that office, he deserves respect. But you being a mother or a father or, or, or an elder, you deserve respect because why? You, when you've been through some things, you, you've learned some things, therefore that should be respected. Well, guess what? God says, so have I. I'm the creator of the universe. Therefore, you ought to respect me because why? I'm God. Malachi 3.9 says, you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me even in this whole nation. Now, people say, well, pastor, you can't preach cursing and in, in, in that God don't curse me. Well, no, God doesn't curse anyone any longer. But I do believe because his word says, you don't get the blessing. You don't get the full blessing from God that you would normally get if you were faithful. How many of people know that you, there's some things that come along with being faithful and things come along with being unfaithful? Well, God, God is the same way. Not only is there, is there a moral renewal, but also there needs to be material restoration. Material restoration. Well, there's a percentage of the restoration. There's a percentage of the restoration. What percentage of the, of the restoration does God, does, God, does God want? Well, I'm glad you asked. He says, bring all the what? Tithe. Tithe is a tenth of your income. A tenth of your income. Now, some people say, Pastor, I, I, took, uh, I took a, a loan on my house, and I got a refi, and I got back $100,000. I got $100,000 that I tithe on that. I said, is that part of your income? Yes. Yes. Supposed to give the church ten thousand dollars. Simple. But I but, but see, it came into your home. I said, I, I plus this. If you're gonna spend it, some of it belongs to God. If you're gonna take it, whatever money you get, if you're gonna spend it, some of it belongs to God. Period. Because who got it? Because who who got it for you? He did. Now again, if we don't do that as a family, we break down the we break down the respect of what things are. The purpose of tithing. Is this. The purpose of tithing is to what? To teach you always to put what? Period. It has nothing to do about putting a preacher in a, in a Bentley or, or having gold walls. No. It's about saying, listen, God, I put you first at all, at every level of my life. You are number one. Because Matthew 6 and 33 says this here. Seek ye first what? The kingdom of what? And his righteousness. And all these things should be added unto you. It says in Ecclesiastes that money answers all things. God will take care of the things in your life if you first put them, if you put them first. first. We have a hard time doing that, but you know why? Because deep down inside, we trust Him. We can we get real? Deep down inside, it's like, you know what? I'm not giving God. God, I love you. Here's what I can give you. To give you a tip. Now listen, He is not asking for half. You realize that you give 
How many, how many people go out to dinner? Anybody go out to dinner? And you get the check back, right? They took 10% off, off the table now. It's 15, 17, and 20. I'm like, where's 10% at? <laughs> am, I, am, am I right about it? There's no 10%. The waitress don't want 10% no more. But guess what? God hasn't changed. He says, start at 10. I just want, I just want 10%. No one wants it, but God said, no, a tenth. And once you see how good I am, you don't mind pouring the tea. Think about this here. I want to plant a church in, I want to plant a church in Jordan, in, 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 in the, the city of Jordan up here. I want to plant a church in, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, I got a church, I got, I got a church right now in, in Fresno that I want to put a pastor at. Okay? Now, if the church doesn't give, how can I send that person to go to San Francisco to work that church if you don't have the money? I'm, I'm just going to say, have faith and go. Uh, no, he has a wife, a bunch of kids. I can be able to say, church, we're going we're gonna to put a church in, in, we're gonna put a church out there in, in San Francisco. Therefore, we need to support this person by this much money. So we can have this much money in the budget. And by your giving, we can support the work in San Francisco. We want to we do a work here. We want to do it. We got an Arabic ministry here. We want to do a, a Hispanic ministry here. We want to do. I mean, I just can't say just go. No, we have enough money to take care of those who are still serving. Because why? We should be more concerned about the fruit than we're trying to reap. Because it takes money to pay the lights. It takes money to pay to, to, to instruments and online and screens and cameras. All this stuff isn't just free. If you don't support the ministry, we got we 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 have a school. We have a school in the Philippines. We have a school in Mexico. That we support. By your faithful giving to God. There is so much stuff we do here. It's, 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 it's you, we're going to have a vision night before the end of the year to show you all of what we do. To show you all that your giving does in the city. In the church. It's amazing what we do. We feed over. We've we given over two tons of food away as a church. Two tons of food away. Because why? Your faithful giving to the church. We feed 50,000 people. Because why? Your faithful giving to the church. We're going to feed 5,000 in two weeks. Why? Your faithful giving to the church. That's what you're a part of. So we're not saying just give tithes or give. No. It's so we can take care of the widows, the orphans, and those in need. Also, there's the place of this restoration. Where's the place at? Well, the place says into the what? Storehouse. That means the church. That means God's house. You want to bring the stuff, to, you want to bring the, the blessings to God's house. Because why? That's where it's, it's, now listen, I understand that people in churches have hurt people. I understand that. And when you, because of TV, you see a lot of nonsense goes on. And I, and I get that. I get your apprehension sometimes. But you have to ask yourself, the place I'm going, am I seeing God blessing the place? Am I, and also am I seeing responsible, responsible accountability of God's resources? If you say yes to that, then therefore you ought to support that. If you, don't, if you don't see the church got gold toilets and gold bars and gold fans and all kind of crazy extravagant stuff, you would say, you know what? Our church is a good stewardship of what it does. And our church tithes. Our church, our budget last year was $985,000. Okay? Of the $985,000, we, we grace give $127,000 last year. A tithe should have been what? $95. That's it. We grace give $127,000. Why? I won't teach 
something that we don't do. Well, I don't teach, we don't, as a church, we don't just give time. We grace give. Because why? When much is given, much is what? I want God to bless us, press down, shaking, running over. If I just give God the minimum, he gives me what? The minimum. He says those who spare, those who sow sparingly will reap what? Those who sow abundantly will reap abundantly. Give God what is right, and that's what what? Okay, okay, here, here God, no, you, you can have this here. No, 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 no. Next week, I'm teaching about how I'm teaching the essentials of giving, which means you're supposed to set aside. God put it on your mind when you come to church. It shouldn't be, oh, offer time. No, 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 you already know. God got your check ready to go. I come in knowing what I'm going to give you because why? You've been blessing me so much. Because we don't see God in that manner, we don't want to bless God. When, look, look, look at Malachi 1. I love this right here. When you bring blind animals as sacrifice, wrong. When you bring crippled and sick animals, that's wrong. Try giving that to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? He wouldn't accept it, says the, all, says the Lord all-powerful. You know what they were doing? They were bringing the least to God. They said, hey, God, at least I brought something to you. They were giving God the leftovers. How many of us give God the leftovers? That's why, that's the, this is the reason why the first murder happened. Cain gave God whatever. Abel gave God his best. Didn't God give him his best? For God so loved the what? The world. He was only God's son. He gave you the best. And when people say, Pastor, I can't tithe. No. Obedience to God is the what? just that simple. Let me tell you something. See how faithful God is. When I was living on, when I was living on trusting y'all and salary, can I do it? Can I do it? 12, 10 hours, 10, 10 hour days and humping. I went out on faith. Can I don't work no more. You know, when me, traveling around, traveling around the country, me, I got to do ministry. When I was being a slave to it, they didn't have a job. When I put a trust on trust in God, he came home. See, isn't that weird? We had faith, she came home. We did our way, she worked 10 hours a day, five days a week. Now, how many here would want, would want me to fail? How many of y'all want me to be, be successful in this, in this week? Okay. How would you, would you, when I go away and I'm, I'm at a hotel and I'm preaching and you don't want nobody to come to my office and go my, my, my hotel and go, hey, pastor, God wants to have me. Yeah, you don't want no, let me tell you, let me tell you a story. I was, I was, I was, I was single pastor, single, single, a single man. I was doing revival, in, I was doing revival, in, I couldn't tell you, I was doing revival in a friend of mine's church. No, not, it wasn't a friend of mine, a guy in his church. And single pastor, single pastor, single father. I get to the hotel, you know, get done preaching, they show up. Can't believe. Hello? I'm going through Yeah? How? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Okay. And the Lord wants me to help you relieve the pressure that you have. That's right, I ain't got no pressure. I'm here, I'm here to minister to you. 
I just want to encourage you. I'm going home. I close the door. Next step preach. God bless the kids. This time she came there with a Christian on and opened the Christian. I'm here to mentor to you. Ladies, what are you doing? And I told I told my said, yo, dude, what are you doing? She said, what's up, man? This chick keep coming up to me at the hotel. And you want to tell me she want to minister to me. Oh, you don't do that? No. Now, I have, so as the church gets bigger and bigger, guess who, guess who comes around all the time? I'm bishop. I'm the president. There's all kind of women who want to be part of the guy who's the leader. So no, when they knock on the door, Sister Bonds, she's like, "What y'all want? <laughs> what you want up in here?" He getting ministry. I'm doing the ministry up in this this bad boy. I got ministry covered up in here. What y'all want? Because you know what? Now listen, seriously, I want you to understand. I want you to understand the type that the practicality of this. I know how Satan will want to destroy me. So to be wise, I said, Karen, as I'm as God is raising me up higher, I need to make sure every area that could cause me to stumble is taken care of. Deacon White, am I am I in a checkbook about receiving the church? Am, am I in a checkbook? Am I in the accounts? Do I have my name anywhere near any financial anything? Am I my name on the building? It's on the loan. Nowhere. Money, my man, my, my pastor said dames and dollars. Women and money. Madams and money get people in trouble. This is what I do. My name is nowhere near the money. And Karen with me. Everywhere I travel, Karen's with me all the time. Why? I don't want to mess up. Because why? I put too you put too much trust in me as your pastor. Therefore, if I wouldn't have had faith to trust God on your behalf, I need you to have faith on God's behalf and properly give to God's ministry. And we can do great things with God. I, 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 I got to get, get out of here. The purpose of restoration. The purpose of the restoration. Here it is. That there may be food. The purpose of this restoration is that there may be what? Food in my house. There, there, there will be there's some there's stuff in my, there's, there's support in my house. For instance, um, this feels pretty cool now, don't it? This is comfortable. When I come back tonight, and it's packed tonight, it's hot up in here. It's burning up in here. It is not, this is good, this is cool. But tonight, when it's, when it's jam-packed, it's like, why? We don't have enough money to get better AC. We don't have money to get make sure stuff is done right. So the finance is not there. If we had the finance, guess what, guess what we have? We have the best AC on the planet. And the new building, it's gonna be a, this is going to be like Alaska in there. It's going to be so cold. AC going to be running every single day. Trust me, you're going to be blowing smoke out that church. Now, when I get done, AC going to be spot. AC going to be AC. We're going to have AC over here. Why? We don't have the finances. Now, so therefore, you come here, you're uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, go, go back, go back. If you're uncomfortable, can you hear God's word? No. You're too busy fanning. Yeah. Wish you hurry up. But when things are comfortable, the seats are comfortable. Those, those, some, those some hard pews. The back, the, the cushion is nice and the cushy, but the back kind of hurts. When y'all like some nice new chairs, that cushion that's on the, good on the cushion and the back, but if there's no finances, we can't get new chairs. 
can't do it. When you're like a, when you're like a better size screen, you can see the words better. A better physics don't go. We can't do it because why? Prices don't come in. When you when you're in serious need, you're in need. You're in serious. You you have a legitimate need, not just a. a, a you went to the bank, asked your family, say, you know, Pastor, I can't pay my rent. Then church help us out. We have, we, we have a process for that. If we're the last resort, you think to one of our elders, go through the process, and if you got it, we take care of it. Wouldn't it be great to have that kind of resource to make it all the time in the house? But because we don't get that, we can't help people. We want to be a place that helps people out, that blesses people. You realize that, that at, at, at the, at the, in Janu- January through March, we, we, we give people, we have a, re- a, a program in our church from January to March that help people pay their rent in the, in, the, in the house rent. You know why? Because the Catholic Church thought we were, we were a trusted enough church to give us a quarter million dollars for those three months to help people get their rent back. Because why? We were faithful. We want to bless it in the house. That's a place of, of blessing. And lastly, if I get you out of here, the mind-blowing realization. Once you start trusting God, God literally blows your mind. He blows your mind. He said, look, 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 look what he says here. He says, try me now in what? This. The construction of the text says, the construction of the text says, bring all your tithes, bring all your tithes, bring all your tithes to the house. They might bring them to my house. Try me in what? Try me in that. Bring, if you bring me the tithes to, to, the, to the house of God, try me in that now. Not tomorrow. But try this right now. Test me right now and watch what I'll do for you. God will reward rewarding of our insurance. He'll reward our insurance. There's a rewarding of our insurance of God. God says, you know, if you, if you, got, if you trust me, here's, what I, here's, here's the blessing I have for you. He says, look at the text. He says, if I will not open for you the what? And pour you out. For, for you such blessing that you would not what? If you trust God, he said, he's not going to just, just kind of hand it out. He's going to do what? So much is going to come, Bible says in, in, in Luke, pressed down, shaken. David said, my cup what? You're robbing yourself of the blessings of God. I don't, I don't, Check this out. This is a pretty quick quote. If you want to know how rich you are, find out what? I'm crazy rich. Early on. Because you can't buy love. You can't buy respect. You can't buy honor. You can't buy trust. You can't buy loyalty. Some things you cannot buy. And I, am, I may not have a million dollars in the bank, but man, there's some stuff that million dollars can't buy. Million dollars can't buy loyalty. Million dollars can't buy respect or trust. And you want, how much things do you have that, that money can't buy? When I, when, when, I, when I come home and my wife is happy to see me and I ain't got nothing in my hand, come on, y'all. If I've got something in my hand, she's really happy. If I've got nothing in my hand, she's really happy. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I come home, my kids just look. My, my son gave me the best compliment in my entire life last year. 
my 50th birthday. He gave me a shirt with his name on it with a picture of me and him on the back that says, about to be his pastor. I would have never done that for my father. Never. Ever. Didn't know my dad. And so I broke the curse of that father-son relationship because my son bought a shirt with my picture and said, proud to be his son. I can't buy that. You can't put a price on that. I don't even wear this shirt. I just, I just peek my closet, still look at it. But I broke the curse of the father-son relationship. Proverbs 3, 9 says this here. Honor the Lord with, with what? With the first fruit of your, your increase. So that your bonds will be what? Your vats will be what? You give to God, he blesses. Secondly, the rebuking of our adversaries. I know there are people, there's people out there who's trying to take your stuff. There's people out there who's trying to take your stuff. Trying to de- 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 lie and finagle you to take your stuff. God said, you give to me, I'm taking them out. What does the word say? I will rebuke the who? That he will not destroy your what? Nor will you what? Truth for you in the field. Says, I will make sure that your stuff's going to make sense. I'll make sure that. I'm going to make sure that, 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 that you will get what you, because why? You've been blessing me. I'm going to take care of you. He says here in 2 Chronicles 20 and 29, the fear of the Lord, the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord had what? Fought against the enemies of Israel. How many people have ever, ever experienced when God showed up against your enemies for you? Some of you say, well, Pastor, he did that and I didn't tithe. That's called grace. Suppose you had gave and been faithful to God with your giving. Imagine what how much more he could have did for you. Think about this here. If you are cheating God now and still getting blessed, imagine what could happen if you just if you give God the glory. See, if God, if I'm cheating God, and God bless me with, with 50, suppose I stop cheating him. That 50 might go to 500. Because why? He can trust me with 500. Because he realizes I can't really trust you. With, I only trust you with 50. I only trust you. I can only trust you you being uh, this level with your job because why? You're not being faithful to me. Therefore, I will never give you a high promotion because you can't, I can't trust you because you're not faithful to what you have. Check this, check this out. God is awesome. Read that. He can be awesome. <laughs> Ice cream is not awesome. I can be good. Isn't that awesome? God is awesome. And lastly, the renewing of our abundance. Look at the text here. Renewing of our abundance. And all the nations will be what? Will call you what? You will be a what? Land dwelling. Says the Lord of hosts. How do people know people? Who are just blessed. You know, people just, just blessed. I, I read a book, um, How to Be a Millionaire. And, and Matthew, go, 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 go buy a book. Go buy a book on how to be rich. They have steps, like chapters. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, 
you are not in the book, you'll read a chapter on, on, on um, philanthropy. philanthropy. You, know I got, you, know I can, you know you know I am. <laughs> okay? Every book, every single book on how to get rich, how to be a millionaire, will have a chapter on philanthropy. They all say it's something in about giving back that puts you in the cycle of blessing. You know what that is? Tithing. They know it. They know it's tithing. They understand it. You got you to put back in the system. And so some of your wealthiest people are crazy givers. And God just opened up incredible doors for those who he can trust with crazy finances. He just blesses them. The guy who owns um, Chick-fil-A, you would think he rides first class. No, he, no, he rides first class. He said, why should I pay $2,000 for a ticket in a seat that I'm going to the same place there and I pay $100? Go get the same spot, same place, and I can take the fifteen hundred dollars I save in the seat and put it in the kingdom. But we want to what? Ride first. Give me a Louis Vuitton bag. Well, that two dollar Louis Vuitton bag can get you a Kate Smith bag, a Kate Spade bag for twenty five dollars. You take that two thousand ninety five dollars and put that into, into a savings account, get some money when you retire, or give the money to missions so people we can. You know what you can do with two thousand dollars in Africa? You know what you can do with two thousand dollars in India? Feed a whole family of like a hundred. But we better put stuff now. If you now, if you got tons of money, buy your Louis Vuitton. I ain't mad at you. Here's what Pastor Karen got Louis Vuitton. Karen got her Louis Vuitton when I was when I was a VIP at FedEx. I was making a quarter million dollars a year. I had money to buy her Louis Vuitton, and so I had money to buy that kind of stuff. But right now. She just praised the Lord. She said, just, that's a good bag. Let it hold it. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. <laughs> it's a good bag. It's going to keep it because I ain't got that money no more. I, when I was rolling, I got it like that. But now, Lord, I trust you. This Kate Spade will do just fine. <laughs> Why? I'm being good stewards. Beloved, I'm, I'm a good steward. Hit, hit, hit my, next, my last slide. For I am sowing peace. And what? Read it. Your crop what? My seed you sent me. I will send down an abundance of blessings to your family, to who you are. It'll come fresh out, shaking what? Tell you right now, I've learned a long time ago. If I stop trying to be like them, I'll get to that level. If I just learn to be me and bless where I am, I get to places that I didn't thought I would be at because we pray for it. So I'm asking you today you want to get blessed? Start honoring God. And you can start today. You can start repenting and say, Lord, I've, 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 I've done you wrong. I'm not going to give you what's left. I'm going to give you what's right. Here's your tithes and your offerings. I'm going to bless your preacher, your prophet. Bless the one who you send the word to each week. I'm going to bless the house that, that, we, that, I'm under, that, that I'm covered under. 
not out of being stingy, but out of your greatest exhibits to me. You start doing that, watch what God does in your life. It's all about how much you, and stop saying, I ain't got it. Yes, you do. If you can buy a, hap- a McDonald's Happy Meal, you can pay for college. The Happy Meal is like $10. <laughs> Shoot. But number one ain't no joke, boy. Come on, y'all. I'm seriously. Take, go home, look at your budget. And say, how much discretionary money am I just throwing away? That I could honestly sow my, sow my tithe to God and say, God, I trust you and I believe in you. Try it out. I guarantee you, once you try it, you'll never go back. I got any tithers in the house? Any tithers in the house? Tell me, once you do it, you'll never go back, have you? It's crazy to go back. You're like, you done lost your mind. This is too good. Try God. The only verse in the Bible, he says, try me and watch what I do when it comes to giving. Because why? He wants you to learn to put your trust in him. Father God, bless your people today as we um, continue to talk to people about the blessing of giving. Um, we want to become a, a church, God, that has no issues when it comes to giving. We can bless this entire nation. Um, for we trust you. We believe in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Last story. That nice car I got, I got, I got an LS 2.0. Okay? That car cost $140,000. Okay? So, went to the bank, needed to call out to the car. They wanted $95,000. I know, I, know, I know y'all. I know y'all. Guy said, man, you ain't number the preacher. You got the kind of money. You probably don't care. I said, no, no, no. I, I'm not that kind of guy. Man, I know you guys all know how to take people's money. He said, wait, wait, wait. I don't do that kind of thing. He said, yes, you do. I said, i tell you what. You call my bank. Ask my bank, what do we do as a church? The only people that give to people in, the, in this world is the Catholic Church. I said, no, we are just as good as you guys. He said, no, no, you ain't. I said, call to my bank. Ask my bank, what does New Season Church does for the community? If it does what your faith does, give me the car at your price. He said, bet. Got on the phone, called off Allen. Hey, I got um, Pastor Vines here. What kind of church you got? I said, oh, man, they, they got, they do smart parts. They feed the homeless. They help you have them. He said, really? Oh, yeah. They, they made some church. Matter of fact, Pastor Vines, they said, I want to give him a, he wants his car. Well, we can do 50. Okay. So I got a car. I got a $140,000 car. Out the door. Tax, all the stuff to go with it. Warranty, top to bottom. But complete 50 out the door. See what I'm saying? That's pressed down, shaken. There's only eight in California. And I got one to eight. Because I'm blessed and highly favored. 